Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... January 30th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Radian MBBC has been conducting Zoom and conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer. Kumar? Kumar? Hey, hey. Hey, Raul. This is Lakshman uh, Kumar. So I have a quick question. So uh, so my wife is being laid off and she was in admin leave for the next 60 days. She got another job and it's in H1 transfer. So what they're mm-hmm. saying, the the company A is telling that you need to resign from the company uh, because you cannot get two payrolls run because mm-hmm. she's in admin leave and she's paid until March 20th. So once you get a new job on H1, you need to tell us is what they're saying. So it, can okay. it be like a concurrent H1 and get those? Uh, because they're not willing to give those uh, severance as like a bulk amount, as they mentioned. So they are going to stop the payroll immediately when we resign is what they're saying. So how much will it be the overlapping period though, if you don't resign? Uh, uh, more than a month. So we'll lose a month or so. Actually, you don't, since he is getting paid for the previously worked time, she's not working for both the companies at the same time. It's okay if you have an overlap of payment. Because she's not mm-hmm. working. She can, you cannot overlap. Okay. Mm-hmm. But overlap but, of working, but she can get paid because she's, she's paying, getting paid for not for the work she's doing right now. She's getting paid for the what she has done before. Oh, no, no. So they are putting her in the payroll till March 20th. But that, she, she, but you, you are yeah. telling that she's not working, is right? No, she's not. She, she got laid off. So she's that, not she got laid up. She's not working. So she, if she's not working, why are they paying? Because of the work what she has done before, not for the work that she is doing right now. No, they're paying for 60 days because they did mass layoffs. She was kept in admin leave Sir, and they're paying. Answer to my for question them. is, answer to my question is, she cannot work for two companies at the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. When you are telling that your wife is sitting at home, she's not logging into the systems of our company. Yes, that that's means, correct. That means she is not working. You got it? Okay. She's not a physical labor like a McDonald's burger where she has to go and do that. She has to log in. If she's not working, she's working for other company. Having an overlay of one month is not a problem. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. That's okay. the, that's, that's the, okay. Abdul. Okay, next. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm a newcomer to this call, um, just to let you know. So my question is like, uh, my wife, uh, she has only uh, 
on her passport she has only uh, one name like in the uh, in the given name itself she doesn't have a last name so she is on h4 right now and uh, so when when she was applying for the visa uh, she has to put her uh, like given name in the last name section and fnu in the first section so right now the thing is like uh, so bef- so if i am trying to uh, like apply for renewal should i get her passport updated with the uh, updated name to remove the fnu stuff or uh, how do you think like that would uh, matter is that no problem at all fnu is fine or does it going to impact for any other processes in future okay what's her name uh, her name is sanya fatima so sanya fatima is all first name yeah it's all first name yes what about your last name my last name is mohammad can you put her sanya fatima mohammad is that normal in your family yeah that is fine too but usually okay, it doesn't that, happen but i can do that the reason is that it's better to keep the sanya fatima mohammad as a last name because okay. in everywhere she goes fnu lnu always creates trouble for us okay uh, so that's the okay. reason i don't like that thing at all okay mm. so in you can do one other thing though you can pay some lawyer for about 500 or 1000 dollars okay and okay. have them do the name change for her okay because okay. this always creates a problem name change it to what sanya fatima mohammad in that way she will not have much problems in the future you got it okay okay so one thing is like can we split the name like she has two two names right in her if you if you if you want to okay when you go to the name change you can split her name to you can name whatever you want her to okay you can she can name herself to be as jane doe i don't care then once you have the official record though okay mm-hmm. once you have the official record that the name has been changed then you will be in a, it doesn't matter jane doe is fine too you got it right okay okay got it we go to the next person please janvi yeah hi actually this call we used to have for my daughter's uh, classes so 9k na janvi my name is hemant and uh, i have one uh, concern like i had my fingerprinting going on at the ucis office for my ead processing now what has happened that my uh, for the green card they have got my fingerprint three times and ultimately it has come up as unclassified so how does my case goes further is there's a problem and what i need to do from my side can you show your fingers to me please very near to the camera very near to the camera okay show this this finger to me please this finger uh, this one yeah i see the problem there okay so some of the people their scales have gone down there because of the skin issues you may have so okay. what you what we do is that if they cannot get the fingerprints properly done though uh, you have to get the police report from everywhere from where you live for 6 months or more okay that there is no police record on you Okay. okay and so we have to do it before uh, india or usa 
I will do it in USA and if possible, get a report from India also and keep it ready for you. Okay. Okay. That's all I can suggest you right now. Is your prior date current? Uh, no, not current. It is uh, December 2013. Uh, uh, so I, I want you to get the police. Uh, I, right. So answer to my question is the prior date is not current. I want you to yeah. get the police records from all these places. And then I want you to send a letter to the USCIS saying that these are the, the, my, my fingerprints are because of the skin problem, whatever problem you have. It, you may not have a skin problem, but you have some finger problem, okay? And okay. you can request them, here are all my police support, please adjudicate my application, okay? That's the best solution you have right now. Okay. Okay, thank okay. you. Got Next it. person, please. Ankit Kumar. Uh, hi, Sagar Asan. Yes, Ankit. Yeah, uh, hi, sir, I'm Ankit Kumar. I'm an F1 student, recently arrived into the UC. So on Jan 10th, uh, on a school school one. So I have mm -hmm. enrolled in school one on uh, 17th January and the classes mm -hmm. have been started. And now I want to transfer from one school to the another school. Why? So I have some health concerns and uh, uh, my other school is offering the best course for me. Which university you got admission to? Which university you want to go to? So currently I'm on, uh, I have uh, landed here for University of North Texas. Okay, and which university you want to go to? University of the Cumberland. That doesn't offer any courses at all. That's a fraudulent university. What are you speaking? They offer better courses? Come on, Ankit, which world you live in? So, uh, actually, uh, I am into construction management currently. So They don't even uh, offer any courses. They just through, show you some videos, you, which you can watch on YouTube. Uh, yes, actually, but uh, Cumberland is offering me an uh, IT degree. So that's the reason I want to transfer. Yeah, we do not recommend transferring to Cumberland University. It's considered to be a fraudulent university. Okay? okay. And also you have to complete first semester before you go to the next university though. Okay. okay. I like your I like your thought of moving into IT. Definitely that probably is a better because you know that these damn IT guys get $100,000 jobs just like that and you and me can't get that easily. Okay. Yeah. So yes. of course I'm jealous of them and you're jealous of them. Nothing wrong with it. But Cumberland University is not for you. Believe me. A lot so, of problem. So, Try to pick another university. Okay, and so what about you have Southern to complete Arkansas? first semester. Southern Arkansas is fine. That is fine. Okay. Our University okay. of uh, Central Missouri, UCM. No, that's that's not fine. Next person, please. Okay, so one more thing. Swati. You have to complete one first semester before you go to any university. Swati, go ahead. I can't hear you, Swati. I can see your lips moving, but no, I can't hear you. You have to unmute yourself. Um, I have two quick questions. The first one is, can my can my H1B extended based on my approved I-140 from my previous employer? The bump process from the new employer has not started yet. And my H1B is getting expired within six months. When is when did the when was that previous I one forty approved, Swati? Like uh, two and a half years back. Was it not withdrawn within six no, months no, no. after it's been approved? No. You absolutely can file a H one B extension with Company B, even though you have an I one forty approval with Company A. Even though your company B has never started green card application for you, 
you can get a h1b extension with company b absolutely not a problem not only that you can move to company c and get the extension done using company a's i140 because you told me that after the i140 is approved it was not been withdrawn for a period of 180 days afterwards yeah. next person yeah. please one one more question please good good swati i am i am getting job offer from employer b as a manager if the new employer files form with a different soc code does it you can my- move from software profession to a sandwich maker in mcdonalds you can go to a microsoft ceo and still transfer the priority date of the previous company to the new company soc code doesn't matter let's correct doesn't matter you can be a sandwich maker from a software profession does it and- does it sound different to you no but they are not you know uh, no start, they are not going to start firm like like within a year i don't they don't have to start in the next one year they can do in the next 10 years also you can still port from a it profession to a sandwich maker in a mcdonalds burger flipping burger so how h1 b extension going to happen like they will say uh, the last isoc the code h1 is- b- no h1 b extension you can have a h1 b extension for a different a position like a lawyer like me also you can have it the previous soc code is in it now you're working as a lawyer i don't like that because you're going to compete with me but they can still extend your h1b next person please thank you so much i'm just kidding sunny hey thank you uh, thank you rahul uh, for taking time for everyone uh, i have applied for i485 uh, last year and i could not get through the green card process but my i got my ead and ap and what's the priority also, date uh, september 2012 and and i uh, i also uh, got my h1b extended i know you don't generally recommend that but i wanted to sort of have a non immigrant basis also yeah, okay. keep going keep going mm-hmm. so what happened is my h1b has expired the visa stamp has expired in the passport and i mm-hmm. now have to travel because of work to canada so mm-hmm. i do have the h1b the new h1b so i'll have to go through the stamping process in canada uh, if i want to come back on h1b the other option is ead or uh, sorry the advance parole option which i don't want to invoke so now hold on if you travel to india if you travel to uh, uh, canada are you traveling for stamping or what purpose is your traveling i have to travel for work purpose but i cannot come back without stamping right on h1 why why because not? my visa visa has expired on the stamp uh, the, on okay. the passport okay how long would you be staying in canada so it's going to be frequent visits actually uh, multiple visits uh, because of the work if it's, so going be, work if, if it's going to be less than 30 days you do not need any stamping to come back into united states that is considered as automatic revalidation what's the video though second yeah i saw that i was not sure so that thank you for that so basically i can come yeah. back but what do i show them the 797 just that and it has a 984 at the bottom of it yes that's just it all right okay? so that that's one thing so that's number one yeah. number one sunny if you come back and advance parole though your h1b will not die it is still oh. active okay. you can extend okay. it you can extend it you can change it okay you can abandon mm-hmm. it it's up to you 
Okay, it right. doesn't die. So just because you stay two months in Canada, or maybe you go to India and come back, you can come back and advance parole. You're still an H-1B. You're not on advance parole. Okay. I see. So one one last thing is that uh, when I uh, come back, because I have to travel frequently, the next time I go, uh, and if I always stay back for thirty days, is that still going to be okay, or it's like cumulative? It's 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 every time you go. If you come back within thirty days, you don't. You can come back in H one B. If it's more than thirty days, you either have a stamping or you come back in advance parole. Next person, and, and please. I don't Just like people. I don't like people who like immigration lawyers that much, Sunny. But go ahead anyway. Good, Sunny. Admit, Sunny. Will, will will it impact my green card process in any way if I keep shuffling? No, uh, no, no, sir. No, sir. Right. It is not. Okay. Next Thanks question. a lot. Tripti. Hello, sir. Um, my name is Tripti. I was just recently laid off from my work and my last date is February 7th. But uh, I, the, I think the grace period starts for, uh, for 60 days now from February 7th. But I just wanted to know the employer has not provided anything. Is it obligatory for them to provide the uh, any uh, any amount or airfare amount to go back to the country, go back to India, or is it uh, depends on? Are you going on to go back to India? Uh, it it seems most likely that I will. Okay, at the most, though, airfare one way to India is about five hundred or six hundred dollars. So I, I would not worry about it. Ask me any other question, though. And uh, so the 60 days grace period within that, uh, I just need to file for the transfer and I can begin working um, begin work with a new company on the receipt. That is that is that okay? You're absolutely, you're absolutely right, Tripti. Okay, yes, thank you. That's, that is all for now. Next person, please. Swati. Uh, hi, uh, this is Swati. Uh, I have a question like, uh, my H-1B extension is due for the month of May this year. Uh, now I would like to file uh, H4 extension along with uh, my H1 extension, also H4 EAD as well under premium processing. But here the mm -hmm. catch is uh, last year uh, we filed H1B petition for my husband uh, 2022 and that is still in process. We got RFE on that one. Uh, now employer is not um, ready to respond to that RFE because the question is related to the employer and they're asking us to withdraw his uh, H-1B extension, uh, sorry, H-1B. So we are okay to withdraw his uh, H-1B petition, but my question is uh, if I go uh, with the H-4 EAD along with my H-1 extension, uh, will it cause any issue? His H-4 is expiring in May of 2023. The fact that he filed the H-1B with a different company, pending with a different company, whether it's going to be denied, it's going to be withdrawn, will have zero, zero impact on his H-4 extension or EAD extension along with your H-1B. Okay. This is the first time uh, EAD we are going to file for him under H-4. Mm -hmm. so That's that be fine. Any... No. In fact, lucky for you because, because of Radian MNPC, you're getting the H1, H4, and EAD getting approved on the same day, starting from January 25th. You know that is right? Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Okay. So it's you, uh, the fact that and uh, the fact that your husband filed H1B has no negative impact, none whatsoever at all in the H4 plus EAD. Okay. Do I need to wait uh, uh, on my extension until we revoke uh, uh, until we withdraw his uh, petition? I, you are not going to withdraw it. It's not your application. It's a company. Which company filed for his H-1B though? 
Uh, it's a different employer. What's the name of the employer? R2. Are you sure? It's R2 what? R2, R2 Technologies? Yeah. How much money your husband paid for the company? I am not sure about the amount. Okay. I see that. Give me one second. Um, based on what, what I look into it, that's a fraudulent company. You paid money to it. And uh, I don't think so. Michael Washington is a person who actually owns the company. Okay. And let me report to you on this one. Okay. Uh, you may want to collect the money, what you paid to him, to these guys though. Okay. Because they are telling that they have an in-house project at Alfreda, Georgia. Their suite uh -huh. number doesn't seem to accommodate 250 people in there. Because they filed 250 people are going to work in that location, according to what I am reading into online thing, how many H1Bs they filed. Okay. So okay. there is a form called WH4 form. Fill it out. Send to the employer to give the money and some damages to you. Otherwise, you tell him that you will send the tweet to the USCIS. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And get the money from them. Next person, please. Smriti. Hi. Um, so my question is not, first of all, thank you for the call. My question is not very specific to H1B. It is specific to B1, B2 visa, and I didn't know any other source. Uh, my so go ahead, universe, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so I applied for B1, B2. I applied for F1 visa in 2019. I filled my DS-160. Mm -hmm. I took the biometric, but I never went for the interview. And as a consequence, I never went for my master's as well. Uh, that was in 2019. Now in 2022. Oh, you mean you never, to... you never came to USA on F1? Is that, is that what you yeah. said to me? Yeah, okay. I never came. Keep going. I've never been to US because I didn't get my Keep visa. Going. Now, Keep going. I, uh, now today, I want to apply for my B1, B2 visa. However, should I use my same application as the earlier one with the same email ID and my passport number also changed from 2019 to 2022. So should I choose mm -hmm. my same application number or should I like reapply with, because I have a new passport now. I have a email so, ID. So, so, so yeah, I, I definitely want you to use the same email ID. But if, can you have a fresh application or when you go with the email, it pops up all the old information out there to you? So the application, it goes, if I use the same application number, then it pops up my information, but not with the same email because it's always based Okay, on then, the then, then ignore, ignore that. Apply for a new one, ma'am. And when they ask me saying that, okay, have you ever applied for a visa and all that? Like, no, right you did not. You, I did you not did not apply. apply. You did not apply, yeah. Okay. I am actually not living in uh, India right now. I'm uh, on a Canadian PR for a couple of years here. So will that make a problem? No, ma'am. It's actually very good that, for you. That's not that's not going to impact somehow saying that, listen, you went, you, you didn't go there. You either way came to Canada. Now you want to go B1, B2 with the new passport number. It, you, you asked me whether it's going to impact, but you didn't ask me whether it's going to be positively impact or negative impact. It's going to be positively impacting your application. Next, I have. Sorry, go ahead. Unmute her one more time. Unmute her one more time. Can you unmute your, yourself, Smithy? Yeah, I can start with the new email ID with my new passport number. Uh, that has. I I do not want if you possible use the old email ID number though. 
Okay, I can have my own old email ID but new passport number. That's fine. There you go. The reason is the reason I want old email ID is if you try to use the new email ID with the same information, mm -hmm. they may yeah. sometimes get into feeling that okay, we we are trying to do something wrong, which we are not. But we yeah. don't want to create an impression of this. Okay. And should I write a letter where I have to make my case, no. stating that okay, listen, you, I applied. You don't have to. You don't. You don't have. You don't. You don't have to do. Next. Next person, please. Shreesha. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, so I have a couple of questions. Like uh, my parents are here on uh, B1, B2 visa and uh, they wanted to travel to Canada as well. They have been here for uh, almost six months and uh, they have probably Canadian, uh, I mean, visit visa in maybe a month or so. So can they go back to, like, can they travel to Canada, be there for three or four months and come back to US? Will that be considered as a new re-entry or uh, should I uh, apply for some extension? Uh, first of all, how long they've been staying in United States? Uh, like uh, five, uh, four months for now. And by the time they leave to Canada, it will be one or one or two or one and four half, months. Mostly in March we are planning actually. So that's going to be five months. And yeah, what, six months. It will long, be six months by what, March. End. Why are they going? Why are they going to Canada? Uh, we have. Uh, I have my sister over there actually. Uh, and we have recently applied for a visit visa as well. Yeah, it doesn't look good that they're going to go to Canada and come back. I would rather want them from them to leave from Canada to India and then probably travel back to USA. The reason is that if they have stayed for five months, they're going two months to Canada and they're coming back here. Looks like they're actually staying in United States and visiting Canada. Oh, okay. Their purpose for should be that they should be staying in India, visiting Canada or USA, not otherwise. You got it? Okay, got it. Like because we have a reason. Visiting right? visa for yeah. you have a reason, but yeah. the culture here in United States and Canada is that when mm. parents come, they live in the hotel, and you know, and I know where your my parents and your parents are living is right. We don't have to explain each other. But they don't understand that culture, how the mother-in-law lives with the son-in-law. They don't, they can't understand it. But anyway, I would not suggest it's going to risk your their entry into United States, ma'am. Okay. Okay. I have one more question. Like uh, I have heard about this B one uh, B two household member uh, option. So wanted to know more about that. If that helps in my no, case. there is nothing like that. Uh, that is not applicable for your parents. Um, if anybody has any questions, guys, please fill this information out uh, because we can answer quickly. If the, it's a one line, two line question and one line answers, I'll try to answer it. Please fill this information out, guys. Next person, please. Yeah, thank you. Hello. Prashant. Hey, sorry, Rahul. Uh, I was feeling no good. Yeah. So I came on, I came to US uh, like around. Uh, Prashant, I can't hear you, Prashant. KP? Prashant, sorry, we have to move hi, to the next hi, person, Prashant. Hi, Rahul. Hi, Rahul. This is uh, uh, Kumar. Um, um, guys, you guys are filling the information wrongly and giving it to it. You need to fill in this Google link that I'm giving it to you. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, hi. Uh, I have a question about uh, changing status from H H1B to H4. I'm interested in mm -hmm. that uh, with EAD. So my wife has mm -hmm. I-140 approved with her employer. However, mm -hmm. uh, 
as I'm on H-1B, my current employer has also filed for H-1B renewal with regular processing. And it ex- uh, my current H-1 is expiring in April 2023. So if mm-hmm. I file for H- H-4 conversion now, so it will look as if both H-4 uh, 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 change of status application as well as uh, H-1B renewal application will be with USCIS at the same time. So does is mm-hmm. that an issue? Uh, uh, will that cause an issue vice versa for, with both of the application? Yeah, if both get approved though, we go with the rule that whichever is approved recently will rule that thing. Okay? Okay. Okay. And But, and, uh, but you can uh-huh. actually switch it around. Okay. Okay. Um, you can you you can actually switch it around. What we call it is Margarita switch. Okay. Okay. You go to Mexico. You come back, and then you show them whichever one you wanted. You want H one? You can show H one. You show okay. H four. You can show H one. If you have a job with the company, of course. Okay. Yeah. With yeah. H1. Yeah. And 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 if I if I file H four EAD um, now, not with. I-129 renewal, standalone, just H-4 and EAD. 99% uh, get... of the time, it 99% of the time, it will be approved along with the H-4. Okay. If got you it, file it together. It. Okay, got it. And um, uh, if, if, uh, if we file H-4 now, can we uh, select a later date of starting the, or no, that you H-4? Can put the current, you can put the current date itself. Okay. Okay. And then still okay. continue working for the H-1B. That is a better option. You can mute KP. Uh, okay, thank you. Okay, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to question and answers, guys. Stravia, if I use a GCEAD and I go through EB2, can I later do downgrade to EB3? Yeah, absolutely. Even though you use the EAD, you can still downgrade through EB3 if you have an I-140 approval, of course. Um, if you, you currently have only I-140 EB2 category, you can still, even though you use the EAD, you can still apply for EB3 I-140, not a problem. What is the process of downgrading? You can downgrade right now. Even if you don't want to use the EB3 Stravia, you can downgrade right now. You can have I-140, get it approved and keep it as a spare. Okay. Only when the final action date is current, you can downgrade it. And your EAD use has no effect on downgrading to EB3. Um, Ajit Kumar has, can I be on the payroll of the two companies at the same time? Yes, but they have to file amended H1B. Okay. Um, It's called amended H1B. That's what they need to file. And I want you to watch this video where you made how people can have worked for multiple companies at the same time getting the paycheck. Please watch this video. You will have all the knowledge what you need to. And if you still want to speak with me, you can always pay me $400 or a very nice lawyer from our office will charge half the money what I do. Okay, let's go to next question. Ashish, how can I prove my wife's current legal status was awaiting to the biometric appointment for Canada visa biometric. Canada visa biometric. I don't know anything about Canada. Show them the extension of the receipt notice. That's all I can do. Uh, was there any provision made to not delay existing it? Uh, unfortunately, we didn't fight for it, Ajit. Unfortunately, we didn't fight for it. I think so. I already answered Stravia. 
God disposes AOS EAD in nine calendar days. However, our AP and my EAD and AP are sure. Does it mean will we receive AP approval separately? I know for sure your wife's AP will be received separately, but I don't know about yours. They may include with it, they may not include with it. One of my friend is working on USA with the company and has got laid off from the company B. Company B mentioned that they're filing green card in EB1C. So, uh, I didn't get the point. Give me one second. I, give me one second, guys. These questions are a little bit longer. I need to put them somewhere else. I can't. Uh, uh, Vinay Shivanna. Now, if you have used the old one, old form and filed it, and now uh, you filed it, the prior date goes back, nothing much can be done. There is not much help we can do. I mean, that's uh, nothing can be done on that. At least we can't do anything. Um, this is for Abhi. Uh, God disposed AOC. Okay, so I already answered this question, actually. Sorry about that. This is for Kumar Raja. One of my friends working in USA got laid off with company B. Company B mentioned that they have filed EB1C. I would like to know if it's possible for the employee. Do not work for company, any other company. Uh, ah. So if the person has never worked for the company outside the country or any other company, they can't file. I mean, if they have not worked outside the uh, outside United States, they did not work. They can't file it. They can't file an EB1C. Actually, they cannot. So that there is completely a misguidance or somewhere there's a misinterpretation. Um, can the H4EAD be applied in priority uh, premium processing? No. Not right now, at, at this point of time, we cannot. Uh, Rahul Gami, uh, for the recent last two decision on January 25, 2023, that uh, exchange submit together with the premium, they will be processing together. Is that still, yeah. Uh, let me check the entire question here, please. That is right. Uh, according to the recent thing, uh, they will be approving if the applications, if, if they're still valid, three applications have been made before. Uh, if the H1B, H4, and EAD applications have been filed before January 25th, we don't know what's going to happen. They may approve, they may not approve it. Syed Ahmed, uh, I am an H4 EAD, date is current, got a job offer that cannot pay me in the state I live in. Okay to join by giving an out of state address. Yeah, I mean, you can work anywhere you want to, but if you are giving the wrong state, but working, let's say, for example, you're working in California, but you're giving Texas address, that will be a fraudulent thing on you and your company. Uh, thank you guys for coming in. The next Zoom call conference will be tomorrow at 11.30. Sorry about that. We couldn't answer all of them. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.